Welcome to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show, we have comedians Ivan Decker and Mace Galoni. <laughs> Someone's never worked in a call center. <laughs> have you worked in a call center? Yeah. Me for too, man. Three years. Really? When I first moved to Vancouver, I worked for Bell Mobility. Or President's Choice Mobile. <laughs> that's, it was when President's Choice humiliating. Mobile launched. Yeah, which was uh, it was all prepaid. Like, yeah. Literally just like, there's no stores other than Superstore. <laughs> so it's like you buy the phone at Superstore, you take it home, you call me, and then I had to like walk people through activating it. Whenever I, I worked at a call center, it was a sports betting website, and people would only call if they were furious. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, nobody calls their phone company when they're not furious. Other than activation calls. So it was like, those are your options. You have an activation call, uh-huh. which is like a 20-minute ordeal of like teaching someone how to use a phone over the phone. <laughs> so you're like, okay. Because, you know, they don't understand anything. They don't understand that when the phone is open, mm-hmm. it has a power save mode. So if you don't press a button for oh. like, you know, eight seconds, the screen goes off. And they kept thinking that the phone was turning off. And then so they would press the power button and then the phone would actually turn off. Yeah. It would be this whole ordeal. Oh, I had the same thing because this is a company that I worked for called Bodog. And only only American people called and they were always mad about the online casino. And so they did this thing, this promotion where they handed out free like chips to people online through their email that they could use in the online casino. But a lot of people in America who like gambling don't know what the internet is so a lot of people would be like hey where's the casino i got these free chips and be like oh it's online they'd be like what the fuck is online (laughs) so i'd be trying to explain what the internet is what an internet casino is to people who've never heard of it yeah (laughs) and then the other version of that is that when i was a teenager i worked at a at a record store and i remember this woman came called in and she was asking about vinyl and I was like, we don't have that. And then we were, I was telling her about the CDs we had. And she said, what the fuck is a CD? <laughs> <laughs> and what year was this? This, this was uh, like mid-2000s. So this is post 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> I hear she caused that. Mace, what kind of day jobs did you have? I actually haven't really had any. I One time uh-huh. I had, I for like, a, like three weeks, I worked for... for this company selling $10,000 water purification systems. Really? And I was like 17 or something like that. And I looked 12. And so I would go in with like a button up shirt. You, at first I, I, you had to go and learn the whole presentation you're supposed to give. Yeah. And it was me and a bunch of like 40 year olds that clearly had lost their way and were like trying to find something to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I memorized the whole presentation way before they did. Wow. So the company started sending me out on things, but no one's going to give $10,000 to me with a briefcase. I might. (laughs) Ivan looks like he's kind of sold. Nowadays, maybe not in that economy. So did you sell any? No, God, no. And then, so I did Did anybody. I don't know because what happened was I did a couple and then no one bought anything. And then the other people caught up and they were ready to go on like, you know, presentations. And then there wasn't enough meeting like, like, uh, what's it called? Leads to go around. And these other people had like families. So like every day I'd show up and they'd be like, we only have these ones. And then I'd be like, 
Well, they can have them. And I just drive home. You're such and a good guy. Such a good person. I did a door-to-door sales commission thing yeah. for a little while. where we were sell- But we were selling just like garbage. Like It was like pencil crayon sets. It was like a, a book of blank birthday cards You're like when you forget birthdays. You're like the that little- was an easy sell, actually. The birthday card book was like, you know, it's birthdays all year. You don't have to, you don't have time to go to the store. Bam, birthday book. <laughs> oh, look at this one. It's got a balloon on it. This one's got a clown. Solid. Yeah. And then they were like, well, "How much?" And I'd be like, ten dollars." And they'd be like, "No problem." <laughs> like, think about how much birthday cards cost in the store. Six dollars. <laughs> you feel a weight on that. That's a quality product. You sound like you're doing it in Chicago. Yeah, I, I was. Um, no, that's I, a good. That's a Richmond. good. That's just actually a good racket, I think, because I don't. I hate buying cards. I don't want to have to go to the store just to do that. So, yeah, that's that, so that true. Sh- those cards showed up to you. Yeah, somebody yeah. should. And this is. I'm gonna give this away. Have a thing that's <laughs> like. Uh, I'll tell you this for free. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's gonna take this idea, or it's already in the works. Uh, they should have a thing. It's like you know they do like underwear a month or like sock a month. It's just oh, yeah. like you get a birthday card every month. That's a great idea. And then it's like, use it. You, you, you're going to find, you have 12 friends. Yeah. There are 12 birthdays in your life. It's such a good idea. And it will, it will strengthen the bond between you and your friend circle. Go on, Mace. Well, why, why? it just seems like a weird number. Like 12, like I get buying the book in bulk because you like, but to get one a month. Seems. Yeah, all right. It's dumb. But <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really worked that out yet. Okay. It's in its beta stage, Mace. It's also such a light. It's thing no to water purification. I got an idea. I got an idea. It's a book of cards a month, but it's different ones. I like that. January's birthdays. February's uh, Valentine's, obviously. Uh, March is uh, get well soon. A lot of flu season. Yeah. But here's the catch: they all have to go to one person. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're customized. Dress them at the beginning of the year. They have a name on them already. You think you'd have one with your signature on it? That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Like personalized stationery. Just just cards. It's just a time saver. Yeah. These are pre-signed birthday cards. Head for the party world. I also have a business idea that I no one else has really liked but me so far. That, but it's uh, like you know those like yogurt self serve like yogurt frozen yogurt and you get to like put your toppings on and everything. Yeah. That. No. But <laughs> well, then that's my idea. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're Pretty a good, genius. Right? How does nobody like this? I know. <laughs> no, no, that. But your own toppings. <laughs> No, no, they're there. Oreo. Oh, man. Uh, Reese's peanut. And they're all mushed into one brick in the container. And then what do you pay by weight? Yes. Correct. Yeah, good. Wow. Is it like those, uh, like the Mongolian grill places that are by weight? Whereas if you guess the weight, you get it for free? Okay. I've never seen those places. That seems like a bad business model. It's fun. I mean, it's bad now that people can do math on their phones, but... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Mongolian grill, you idiots. Somebody's probably doing the thing where they, like, measure it. I think you can only win once a year or something. They gotta, like, join their club, maybe. That's Oh, cool. Okay, well, that makes sense. They're gaming the system, man. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen at your Froyo shop. So what's your Froyo, yeah. your real oh, Froyo idea? <laughs> that but poutine. <laughs> yeah, that hey. exists. What? 
Yeah, you can like have that's have you been to the Winnipeg Comedy Festival? Crusty look. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> no, I've seen like some buffets where they have fries and then they have gravy and cheese, and you put those three together yourself. Yeah. But I'm talking a bar where you go in and there's a whole bar of toppings like bacon and like crispy onions and stuff like that. And it's that. the same building as the yogurt place, so there's those toppings too. Yeah, and yeah. you can mix them Gummy match. worm. It's all <laughs> there we go. Want. Yeah. Gummy worm poutine with syrup instead of gravy. Some drunk asshole would love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea. Because I like to me but food is so much about ratio problem because it's it's fresh ingredient. Like the reason why yeah. the yogurt place works is yeah. cuz it's all just that stuff doesn't That's a great point. Expire. That does chocolate chips be. don't expire just, the way well, I mean, gravy expire does. Less. But yeah, you you get chopped onions uh-huh. or bacon uh-huh. in a bin out in public. That's gross. After one Well, day. we'll get people to sign a waiver. Bacon. Maybe you have to sign a waiver on the way. We're not going to be liable. <laughs> it's the most reasonable business plan I've ever heard of. Yeah, no, I love it. I changed my mind. I'm back on board. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Poutine I can't poutine. believe it's, this can't be poutine. <laughs> poutine yourself. CCBP. <laughs> you're welcome. I bet you didn't know you were going to leave here with a billion dollar idea. And it's yam fries instead of potatoes, so everybody's Yeah, There are healthy. options, yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest trick yeah. people ever pulled. No, I get yam fries. It's healthy. Look, the potato was not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oil it's being deep fried in, you fool. No, it's a yam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, I'm sure. Um, I like when you and I were talking about fast food one time, and you said that your favorite thing to do is go home with a big bag of Wendy's, just eat it in bed, and just comatose yourself. Yeah. And that's h- hilarious. <laughs> That's adorable and disgusting, (laughs) and I love it. I just like that Mace is living his life like a child that won the lottery. (laughs) You're the real Richie Rich. You are home alone for real. You're like that movie Blank Check. Yeah, exactly. Where the kid just like orders his own pizza, and he's like, I'm a millionaire. (laughs) This is the height of luxury. Pizza, whatever I want. That is the movie Blank Check where he has like, uh, he has like a, a slide that goes from oh, slide yeah, yeah. And also, it's like, how much does he get? A million dollars? That's not enough. <laughs> no, that slide that is, is a million on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not renovating a house to put a water slide in for under a mill. Yeah, it's like a child's fantasy and a child's understanding of finance. It's a bit yeah. of a hot take, but that movie's pretty unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, a yeah, big... doesn't he just photocopy a check? No, he gets a check, but it's like here. I'll tell you the premise. Okay. I've explained this on multiple podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, the premise of the movie. I remember. I remember being eight and being like, "Well, that's that would never happen." <laughs> so this rich guy, he's like a you know white collar criminal, bad sure. guy. He's uh, like running from some guys for some. He's like got. He's like got to get out of there because they're gonna bust him on his embezzlement scandal. So he uh, he like he gets in his car and he backs out of his spot and he hits this kid's bike and he's like my bike, Mister, <laughs> and you know he still gets out of the car. Like if you were really a criminal, you'd be like fuck you, kid, and then just leave. Yeah. yeah. But he gets out of the car and he takes out his checkbook and he's like, listen, I'll write you a check for the bike. Just just don't tell the police. And then he writes, starts writing the check, but he signs it first. Mm. 
then people are like, like who starts the check with the signature? That was the part that I was that's, like, that's part. Wouldn't you do that last? Like he puts his signature down and then he sees people coming and he's like, oh, oh, I gotta get out of here. Give this to your parents and then gets in the car and drives off. And then that's how the kid ends up with the blank check. Because he signed it first. What? I thought there was some like digital manipulation. He just handed him a blank. This is the early nineties, man. Then when then how is there any conflict in the movie? That I feel like that kid just The yeah. guy wants the money back, but he stole the money, so like that's the problem. It's like you can't get the cops involved. Uh, okay, okay. I've so. seen it a hundred times. I've seen it once, but I had a photographic memory <laughs> but, when I was a but child. You did so. write the Wikipedia page on it, which is why you know the plot so I also had to beg it was one of those movies that like I saw a trailer for it was yeah. like on another VHS we owned so I'd seen the trailer oh, yeah, a ton yeah, of yeah. times yeah and I kept like every time we went to the video store as a family which I guess a lot of people don't even remember was a thing uh-huh. be like you'd go to the video store and you had to pick a movie for the f- whole family it was basically like browsing your Netflix but a lot like in a store yeah. with your parents yeah and there was a, a Tom was there machine with this quarter and you'd oh yeah, yeah that was dirty the, the whole so way around. <laughs> dirty and yeah, the black, like, the black gumball yeah. would be a free movie rental wow yeah and uh yeah i kept i was like for like a month i was like blank check blank <laughs> check blank <laughs> check and finally they broke down and then it was like you have to watch it yeah. and uh yeah my family was really big on uh stopping things halfway through like why just because they're too good no, like leaving baseball games before they're over. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. if a movie... Like to avoid Even if traffic? a movie's good. No, just like, eh, we feel like leaving. So I now <laughs> I have like a big problem in my life where like I can't leave anything early. Yeah. Like if I'm at a... I've never walked out of a movie. I've wow. never... Every you, and I have seen, you and I have seen some pretty dumb movies in the yeah, theater. I will stay till the end of the credits. You what? should come with us because it's always science fiction. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. We saw the new Godzilla. Yeah. We saw, you saw that already? I didn't even know that was out we already. Saw, no, the, it's not. It's older now. A couple years ago, we saw... Oh, the new... Not the new the Godzilla. New. There's got another it, new. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Godzilla Rampage. Like Spider-Man. They're going to retell that origin story <laughs> nine times. We saw Rampage. We we were oh. we were yeah, seeing Rampage kind of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about the the ending to that movie. Isn't there some insane ending? I don't right. even remember anything. Yeah, they they boost up the two other animals and then they all fight. Remember? This guy's so good with plots. And then I think yeah, he remembers everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think the uh, the monkey they juice up. Uh, uh, the rocks monkey, but they're like he's he'll be strong, but he'll die. And then they're like, okay, do it. And then he gets really big, and then I think his heart explodes or something. Or maybe they save him. I, I just remember know. that werewolf was fucking stuff up in that yeah. other part of town. That part is the best part. Yeah, the wolf. You should is see like it, Mace. Running. I will watch it. I love the Rock. He's my favorite comedian. So <laughs> uh, my hey. favorite comedian is Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Jackie Chan is the funniest. His slapstick was the greatest. Yeah, you watch that era of like. Jackie Chan 90s movies like Mr. Rumble, nice in the Bronx. Guy, Rumble in the Bronx so awesome film to Vancouver I haven't seen that either I quote Rumble Man. in the Bronx so often to my friends there's one scene that I love where uh, things ain't going well for old Jackie and uh, the Bronx there's been a few rumbles and he's tracked down <laughs> the fellas that are responsible and he finds their lair and he goes into their lair to pick a fight with all of them. That is the martial arts movie way. You go in there and you punch every single guy in the face 
and then the, they saved the toughest guy for last for some reason. I don't know what, what gang boss is like, hey, he's fighting everyone. Be like, I'll wait. He'll fight me last. It's like, if there's a guy who could beat him, just go beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you like, mm, me? Let's, let's have all of our henchmen get their goddamn arms broken. Then he'll fight Big Charles or whoever. <laughs> there's, always, there's always a Big Charles... And then the boss is like a tiny guy that's like fast. <laughs> so they were raised on Nintendo games. That's yeah. how it always works. You and your twin brother who's wearing the same outfit, but it's blue. And you can only kick behind you. <laughs> the first time I played Double Dragon, I was like, how do I kick guys in front of me? They're like, turn around. <laughs> Come on, what, man. Like a donkey? This is ridiculous. Everyone knows when you're going to fight a gang, you bring your twin brother, a girl, and a kangaroo. Yeah. And if you get hit, you hopefully find a roast turkey in a garbage can. <laughs> yeah, and that'll recharge your life. But <laughs> Or an apple. Yeah, apple's not as good. Roast turkey, full health, or mm. ham. Apples like two. That's so weird. Just teaching kids to hate apples. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God, the apples only two health. This is gonna get me ready for the boss. I got news for you. I don't need any help. I never liked apples. My least favorite fruit. I'm not kidding. Really? I think apples are so overrated. I don't really? like them. I think they're not. They're not good. I'm pretty exactly. sure. Exactly. Apples are just. They're like. Uh, they grow really easily. You know. Yeah. They grow in a lot of different environments. So that's why they're so common, because they grow them all over the place. Wait a sec, so you've never enjoyed just a slice of apple? It's fine. It's nothing to write home about. It's not it, a pear. Exactly. A pear is amazing. But I'll tell you, the worst fruit is the pomegranate. Yes. Yeah. No one's satisfied even, with that. No. Well, Sophie. Sophie. Really? Yeah. Is that why she's not here just today? Medicine. Yeah, because I was disgusted <laughs> with her. Yeah. You can sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Too many red stains all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, this is a it's it's really hard to eat. The the pieces are made out of clothing dye. <laughs> so, and they splatter everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's dry it looks wet, but it's drier than you think it is. <laughs> it, it's disgusting. It doesn't even taste good. Yeah. But I'm surprised you don't like apples. Like I, I don't like I anytime I've eaten a full apple, I get a stomach ache. I feel like well, that's because it's landing on years and years of Wendy's. Yeah, my body does not know how to process well, it. Well, it's a lot of acid. <laughs> <laughs> but like an apple slice is so refreshing yeah. with some caramel. Nah. Your caramel. S- your stomach's like... You're just, this is a McDonald's item. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's why. Yeah, you've betrayed yourself. No, they come in a bag and they're caramel. <laughs> $1.99 at a Teddy Happy Meal. You know what is the worst treat is a candied apple. It's rock yeah. candy on the outside yeah, yeah. of the worst fruit. Who likes that? No, I think there's a lot of candy that were... I mean, cotton candy, confirmed, was invented by a dentist. But I think, like... Are you fucking what? kidding me right now? You didn't now? know this? Oh, yeah. It's a very, like, one of those facts people are... You do know cotton candy. That's why it was originally called candy floss. But the, it was invented by a dentist. Wow. What an asshole. Yeah. And then but I think candied apples was like the next level yeah. of like, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. break these teeth right out of their fucking head. <laughs> You're just going to rot them over time? What are you, an amateur? You have time for that. Here, kid. This is pretty good, right? A candied apple is like that trap they use to like kill a wolf where they freeze a seal <laughs> and then it licks the ice till it cuts its tongue and then bleeds to death. 
That's what? Maybe that was, <laughs> that's too dark. That was too dark. This is the most <laughs> educational thing I've ever been a part of. It licks the ice until it cuts its tongue. Yeah, and then it starts tasting blood. So it's like, oh, I'm finally getting to the blood of this seal. And then they, oh. and then how does they it, how die. How does it cut the tongue, though? Because ice is really sharp if you keep licking it. <laughs> I feel like it gets smoother. It's, this is Well, that's in like Canada temperatures. This is like super far, like really frozen solid. Does it like stick to your tongue? Is that what it is? Or it actually becomes like jagged? It just becomes jagged. I don't understand that. Huh. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. I read about it somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I can't cite sources. <laughs> he worked at Science World, so yeah. stop disagreeing with him. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> this could not be true. Hey, if you know more about this than me. No, I haven't. I've, I've never no, heard of this. people out there. Oh, Mace, okay. is, <laughs> Mace. Mace is hungry for knowledge, and I learned that because when I was on Sophie's podcast with him last week, he tried to talk about space, and she was like, mm, okay. And then I learned that <laughs> the thing he's not allowed to talk about is the Flash. <laughs> Why not? Well, I've been waiting a week to find out about this because we weren't allowed to discuss it at all on the podcast. I know. I tried every episode we've done. We've recorded three right now, and I've tried to bring up The Flash, and she always <laughs> shuts me down it's, right away. It's filmed here sometimes. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Like, uh, th- uh, There's been Vancouver episodes. Or no, in this here. building. That's so cool. Yeah, nice. But at the same time, I don't like it. That's one thing I hate about The Flash show is that I'll watch it sometimes and recognize parts of Vancouver, and uh, I don't like that because I don't want it to be not real. Like, to me, yeah. it's real if it's... This is Central City. This is not Vancouver. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> that's why I would never audition for it, also because they would never ask. And uh, I just... I, I really... I love The Flash so much, and I like, like I just want him to be always real. Always, he's been your favorite character? Pretty much. I think, like, when I was a, a younger, it was Spider-Man for a yeah. long time. But, but like, pretty quickly, they, they're, they like, pretty even for me. But The wow. Flash is... The I Flash have never is... met someone who loves The Flash this much. The Flash is, like, DC's Spider-Man, right? He's the young guy. He's yeah. kind of, like, a quick-talking. He's got good lines. He's got good lines. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's, like, the most pure hero. Like, he always sticks to his values. The original... Not the original. There's, like, an original before when it was, like, Silver or Golden Age. But mm-hmm. Barry Allen, who was, like, the main Flash for a long time, he, like, ties the whole universe together. Wow. And he, he in the, the Infinite Crisis series where like all the superheroes had to battle on this planet he sacrificed his life to save all the universes so he's like this integral so he's just fast jesus he's fast jesus (laughs) (laughs) so in in essence he's way better than jesus (laughs) yes exactly i knew it i knew it and Sophie won't talk about it. No. Now she's not even here. Yeah. Yeah. Look what she's been doing to you. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Ivan. You you love gaming culture, and you've always liked video games, I yeah. assume. If I play video games now, I get more mad now than I did when I was younger playing video games. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? It's it's un, it's like I'm a you, different. But it's person. you're mad at the on, like the online community. It just <laughs> yeah. becomes so much. There's it's higher stakes too. <laughs> Because now it's not just your friends around. Yeah. Like it's you're, str- it's you're being connected strangers. to the yeah. best people in the world. It's true. Which was always fun when the best person in the world was just some legend everybody would tell. Like, yeah. there's a kid. 
I, my friend knows him. <laughs> he lives in the next town over, yeah. and he could beat Mario with one life. And yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> now it's like he's there's seven people doing that on YouTube, and you're like, you know, it's like the Flash being real. <laughs> you're like, ah, Sorry to bring that up again. Yeah. It's not fun to not know this, but it's also like people online take it so seriously because yeah. there's it's an economy now. Like you can go pro. Yeah. At video games and make a lot of money. So yeah. everybody, everybody that if you're responsible for them losing, they act like you are in the way of their fortune and fame. Yeah. So like if you're Ooh. on their team and you're bad, they'll scream at you <laughs> like you're bringing down their company. And it's yeah. like I look, I didn't tell you to go into this professionally. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play sometimes. Yeah, you didn't do a job interview. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do a job interview. It's so weird. I, I remember when you were a kid and you played video games, the best was like if you, if you were trying to beat like a really hard boss and your brothers or your friends were in the room and you died, you would always be like, shut up! <laughs> Stop talking! You're all talking so fucking loud! <laughs> your mom would come in and be like, do you guys want any cellar? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm busy! <laughs> did, you, did you play games growing up? I played. I didn't play many video games growing up. We like didn't have video games for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have I siblings, ju- by the way. I do. I have two older sisters, okay. so they weren't super into it, uh, video games. But uh, did you get pretty good at braiding hair or what? <laughs> Sexist joke. Uh, cancel Ivan Decker. I <laughs> uh, used to have a. T- uh, never mind. Uh, uh, but I I have recently started playing online video games with my friends back in Hamilton. There's a game called Warhammer Vermintide. Oh, I love that game. Yeah. Well, we've been playing, and they take it very seriously, and I do not. <laughs> and many of the maps are, like, up high on mountains or in castles. Uh-huh. And so they have edges that you can jump off of, but you can't fall. If you jump over the edge, uh-huh. you just grab on to the edge, and someone has to come and get you. <laughs> and oh, no. so I just jump off the edge <laughs> the whole time. And your friends are like, someone go help me. <laughs> yeah, and the, the whole music changes. Like, you're playing, and it's, like, serious music, and then there's, like, sounds of the vermin and everything. And then when someone falls, falls off the edge, it goes, like, there's a very specific music change that plays <laughs> until they pick you up. <laughs> and they get pissed. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I'm happy for you that you don't feel that pressure. Well, what I what do you get mad about? Uh, letting my team down. Yeah. Oh, Are you, you playing with? You're playing with other people? Yeah, I play 2K. Okay, so it's like, is that, what is that, 2v2? It's five on five. Five players. So you each play one player on the basketball court. Yeah, and there's so there's ten people going at all times. Oh my god! And there's different versions of. What happens it. if someone quits? Oh, then it just becomes an AI bot. That's terrible. And then they lose all their rationale and their basketball knowledge. So then now they're just so predictable. Yeah. And so you can get mad about that. And if you do quit, someone will direct message you and be like, "Let us down, man." That's <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot of pressure. <laughs> they do, yeah, because it's like nobody wants a bot. Or they'll just. In in NBA 2K world, it's mostly twelve year olds playing, and they'll just they'll just send you messages as trash. Yeah, <laughs> feel awful. Yeah, they awful. call you garbage. Yeah, you're trash. trash. You're trash. Or they sigh. They type sigh. Yeah, sigh. Oh, it's abusive. It's very <laughs> but, bad. You know, I I'll, like I learned very early on in my online career to like just mute everybody. I I don't want to be able to get messages from anybody. Yeah, they always want me to get on the headset. I won't do it because I like listening to podcasts if I play. Yeah. And they'll be like, get on the headset, bro. we got to figure out a strategy. Like, they take it so seriously. I know. People are ridiculous because they want this to be their job. And it's like, no, you don't. 
Let me tell you, as somebody who's made their dream their job, you don't want to do that. It's not. <laughs> that's a great point. You don't. You don't look at the thing you once loved the same way anymore. Do yeah. You? Imagine. Okay. Imagine this is your job now, playing 2K. <laughs> you know how when you wake up and you're like, "What should I do today? Play 2K." Nah, guess what? <laughs> You're playing it. It's your job now. You get up every goddamn day and you have a shower. You play 2K forever. Yeah. Do you like, hey, you want to hang out? No, I can't. I got to stream. Unless you want to play 2K. Unless you want to <laughs> play 2K or watch me play 2K. But that's what's interesting, though, is that you still like stand up. Like, you and I still will send each other Paul of Tompkins yeah, and stuff like up. that. But most people, like in music, most musicians I know that are professional musicians don't listen to music at all. And really? For a long time, yeah. That's crazy. So they don't like it anymore. Weird. Yeah. Just music in general. They're just yeah, they're out of touch and it's not enjoyable. You would think it would like heighten your taste. Certainly, you'd sure. want to find like new and creative stuff, but it wouldn't like you know becoming a professional comedian and and being involved in comedy for as long as I have. It's certainly mm. given me. It's made it hard to watch a lot of comedy. Mm. You know, there's yeah. certain types of comedy that I'm like, I can't. Like, it's like being able to see the seams now. Yeah, my director yeah. friends feel that way. It's actually it's like if the Flash <clears throat> were filmed here. Oh, and you're seeing. Your <laughs> now you're seeing. You're like, oh no. What if you saw yourself in the background of a shot? It would just ruin your just whole eating life. Just a baguette. Like, <laughs> I would have to kill myself so oh, that I no. only exist in the Flash. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. And it wouldn't be a baguette. That's a great. It would be a frosty or something. I thought of a funny thing. It would be two hot dogs in a row. (laughs) I was once accosted by a homeless man, and he had like a big flappy sandwich. Like it was a weird thing. Because I was just like, yeah, I was standing on Main and Hastings. I was getting on a bus for some reason, and uh, I just had my phone out, and this guy was like. You look pretty fucking smart with your phone. <laughs> and he was eating like this big, hilarious sandwich. Like a novelty size. He was size. trying to be intimidating. So then I was just like, hey, man, I'm sorry, but that's a big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like flapped it at me. He was like, I'll stab your fucking eyes out. I've never been like afraid for my life, but also seeing like a piece of cheddar cheese between <laughs> meat that's had a bite out of it, like flapping. <laughs> it was definitely one of those sandwiches from the grocery store, those premium yeah, yeah. ones. That's yeah. like an entire loaf of bread. Yeah. yeah. What a fat fuck meal that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you're having a party and you're like, you guys all want to share a sandwich? Man. Come Would over, you... I'll cut it into smaller sandwiches. <laughs> I like one time Mace and I were talking about how his fast food addiction has its bounds, though, because you'll only do KFC once a year, though. Basically, like... Uh, it's That's not, the lowest of the low yeah, to you, right? Yeah, KFC. Well, it's also because I like I love KFC, but it's, it's like, the most... I mean, that, that like, joke about it, the uh, like, the KFC bucket... How am I blanking on it? Is it Pat Patton Oswalt. Oswalt. Uh, the bowl. The bowl. The bowl. Every, even though they... I don't even think they have the bowl anymore, but... Everything is just like that. Like it's just a like a mound that you can just keep shoveling in. So I, I everything else, Wendy's and McDonald's have like a meal structure where you have the burger and a side and maybe something else, and yeah. then it's done. But KFC, it just it feels like too dangerous. You just eat till you it's feel just, terrible. But yeah. and fried chicken is definitely because now that I live in LA, my whole world's opened up. There's all these other great fried chicken places. It's not just KFC anymore. We yeah. got El Pollo Loco, Pollo Campero. There's a lot of these like. Uh, Mexican fried chicken places that are incredible. Um, but 
that's definitely the kind of fast food where when I eat it, I actively feel, I feel like I have a hangover. Like yeah. I honestly, yeah. am like I wake up the next morning, I'm like, oh no, yeah, oh yeah, what did I do to my body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, we we like uh, so Sophie and I will get it when like a really good stand up special comes out that we're excited about. Yeah, really so, and, treat yourselves. Yeah, and so like normally that only ends up being like once every few months, but there was like that period where like Jerry Seinfeld came out with mm-hmm. one, and then Chris Rock, and then Ellen, and then uh, yeah, you know, like it, there was like a, a bunch in a row that yeah. we just had like oh I so guess KFC chicken. nine times this month wow you're like this you're really into comedy now but for that reason yeah <laughs> just like, even when hey, Ray Romano's got a new special hey the Ray Romano special <laughs> was amazing I loved it yeah yeah I haven't seen I it yet it. oh that really was good. that was maybe my favorite special this year really yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's one of the best it's so good other it's, than Bargazzi's yeah Bargazzi's his is was incredible great. and I haven't seen Chad's yet but I'm sure it's amazing but you know what? Both I haven't seen that either. That one I'm, I can't wait for. But I think I feel like Chad Daniels for those of you listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. My buddy Chad. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, he he's a fan of yours though. Get out of here. Nobody would be a fan of mine. Everyone's a fan of yours, Ivan Decker. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I, um. I. There's been a lot of good specials coming out from very established comedians, and that's got to be some pressure, right? Like Ellen having a good special is like it's exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's cool though. You know, it really shows that there is a kind of resurgence of stand up mm-hmm. as something that is impressive. You know, maybe not. Maybe it's just a nostalgia trip for a lot of people. But I like to think that it's sort of given more credence to stand up as an art form because there yeah. certainly was when I started comedy. Mm-hmm. It was at like the low point of like post '80s boom, and then stand up kind of fell in the mm-hmm. '90s to yeah. be this like lame thing. Yeah. And then when I started in like 2002, mm-hmm. or I was starting 2005, but like around 2002 was like yeah. when stand up really started to be like I remember being at a bar uh, when I first started, and there was a we had a table by, there was like a staircase that came up to the bar entrance and mm-hmm. there was a poster that said like comedy tonight. And there was these like group of like six people came up, six couples yeah. and they walk up and I'm sitting by the door and I see them read the sign and then turn to each other and go comedy. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave. just to hate the idea of comedy is so crazy to me. <laughs> You don't know what it is, who it is, yeah. like jokes. <laughs> Boring. The Sopranos is on. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then what about when you started? Because you started as like a teenager, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I. That's okay. What is the question? I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> I when was you lost st- in your story. <laughs> when you started, because when Ivan started, the climate was kind of like stand-up comedy wasn't really a supported thing. Oh right. So, and you, you were in Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Not the play, but the city. <laughs> no, um, no, no, the play. <laughs> but I start like my era was like just pre social media. Yeah. So it was like when I had to phone for a spot at the mm-hmm. club. So it was like right. It was email, but there was no MySpace had like MySpace came in like two years after I started. I guess like 2006 was like the height of MySpace. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, that was the time it was like social media hadn't really taken over yet but uh-huh. it was starting to kind of bring to light this <laughs> right. world of comedy again like yeah that was when paul f tompkins was kind of starting to be rediscovered he's so funny so funny mm-hmm. yeah 
What, do you think that like the uh, like this new boom of comedy will sustain itself? Like, no, you, no th- boom. you think booms it, don't sustain? But I, I feel like it, there's something about standup that has been like it, it seems to be integrated into people's everyday life now in a way that like almost music because is because of podcasts. You think? Yeah, maybe podcasts or Netflix. Even just standup. Like, there's so much standup. That like I'm seeing so many more stand-up memes, and I don't know if that's just for me, like my yeah, ad. I feel like that's um, your your world. Yeah, but then there, but but even even the things that exist are things I wouldn't seek out. Like there's these whole I'm getting all these like uh, uh, me John Mulaney memes. Mm. Where it's like John Mulaney memes. Oh, memes. like like accounts where it's all just screenshots of John Mulaney specials being used for memes. And it seems like they're they're really popular and they're getting a ton of likes and it, yeah. like and little kids kind of like John Mulaney now, which yeah, is like, weird. He's like blowing 13 up. 13-year-olds. Yeah. Like him, yeah. And he's such a classic, classic. stand-up. Like yeah. I, I it seems like somehow the world of memes and the world of like classic Structure stand up because well written material really lends itself. Because here's the thing about uh, people like Mulaney who are like real craftsman, joke smith people when that clip is subtitled and you don't actually hear the noise, but you're just reading it, it's also funny being read. There's a lot of stand up if you're just reading what they're saying, it's not funny because they have a lot of like you knows, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, you see how often people repeat language when mm-hmm. it's subtitled and so if you're not as a, much of a joke smith like john then i think that the uh i don't know why i'm first naming it again john <laughs> mulaney you know your our pal johnny well, you've opened for johnny him. m uh yeah it's i think you know what i'm saying i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> no no that's so true like you can just take a phrase of his and there's so much imagery in one phrase absolutely that, yeah it's yeah just, it's written it's well written I love all his specials. Because oh, he man. used to rent an office and write. Ch- Chad Daniels does this as well. Um, what? Yeah. Seinfeld did it. Dimitri Martin does Dimitri it. Dimitri Martin does Rented it. an office to go yeah, how often? Nine to five it. Nine to five it. Mm-hmm. You just, that's your job. Is Chad writing. Daniels did this? Yeah, he, he does it. He has an office that he goes to every day. Is that to get away from his family? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know his motivations, but it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he said, I was listening to a podcast of his, and he says he has a... Uh, place that he goes, it's like an office that he rents, pays like, I mean, it's in Minnesota, so it's probably 300 bucks a month. I don't know. That's Why would I say that? It's mean. mean of me. I don't know what kind of office he rents. I'm just making excuses for myself because I'm like, I live in Los Angeles. I can't rent an office. It's uh, as much as my rent. So, but he, yeah, he'll go to a place and that's where you can sort of be quiet. There really is, I think, a huge benefit to separating your workspace from your living space. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great point because it's so easy. I'll sit at my like coffee table to write, and then my PlayStation controller is right there. Yeah, the my TV's iPad. there. I, my it's phone's like, there. I'm like, like I have pillows around and all the so laying down. Yeah, yeah. KFC. I'm still thinking of jokes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have it so my recording studio was in my bedroom too, and I just couldn't sleep because you could be yeah. working all the time. That's what it is. You think yeah. it's going to be the opposite? You think it's like oh, I'm never going to work. <laughs> Yeah. I'm Matt Webb. It's Matt Webb, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. I like that jacket. Thanks very much. Sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. No, it's all right. Very expensive. That's okay. We're using the world's largest mixing board for a podcast. <laughs> also, some Mariana's Trench merch fell on Andy at the beginning of this episode. So if you want to take care so of that. So really, that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> nice to see you 
Yeah. I see you, dude. Good to see you, too. See you. Um, yeah, we thought we weren't going to acknowledge that that happened to Andy, but there it, there it is. Yeah. That's some behind-the-scenes Boxes business. of T-shirts. <laughs> That's, is that the most effective merch? T-shirts? Andy? That's what it is, right? Yeah. What, what sells the best? T-shirts? For Mariana's Trench? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, t-shirts, sweaters. I think it really, like, because, you know, stand-ups do merch, too. But we're in the mm. age of, like, you can't sell a CD. It's After weird, though, because they, they do sell, at least, like, bands do. Yeah, CD sales are up, oddly enough. Stand-up, no one's going to buy a CD. Are you sure? Like, I mean, I, the last time I tried to sell anything was, like, probably about, like, two or three years ago now. And uh-huh. I made shitty burned copies of this like set that was recorded on a camcorder it wasn't uh-huh. wasn't yeah, but that's good three years between then and now like, you think you, i was selling cds two years but, ago. but well that's the thing then i start at some point i got those download cards for like an actual album yeah and those nobody would buy no one buys those because mm-hmm. they think it should be free yeah they literally would take it and be like oh it's ten dollars oh yeah i'll just take the card like yeah, there, yeah. there. I didn't even have physical CDs, but people seem stoked to buy a physical copy with the artwork. They want and homemade. That's what yeah. they want. They just want a thing. So yeah. the best thing to sell seems like books. Yeah. Any comic I know who's written a book, hmm. you can sell a book after a show. What about neon green shirts with bears on them? Yep, that, that <laughs> seems to work. It works very well. Shout out Chris Gordon. <laughs> yeah, wolves uh, too. Um, wolves. But sure, I think shirts are the best. I mean, it's a pain in the ass, but I th- honestly think that like if you're gonna sell something, uh-huh. the things I've seen move the best are shirts. Yeah, mm. I think it's kind of. But you gotta have all the different sizes, and it's yeah, like, that seems stressful to me. Like, tough. it seems awkward for comedians to sell merch after shows, like bands that's expected to. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit weird. But bands always have like a person selling it, not them. Yeah. But the any- comic, if I had somebody else selling my merch, I would do it. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's the other part that's so embarrassing is you do the show. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like standing out there like, hi, remember me? <laughs> As they're walking by trying <laughs> to they not make eye contact. They don't be here. <laughs> could you please buy me a t-shirt so I could buy a pizza? <laughs> but- that sounds like a John Mulaney character you were just doing, actually. Don't you think, though, that like... Yeah, I'm just Mulaney with less... Not as good as him. (laughs) I'm like John Mulaney before he went into the Captain America machine. Exactly. (laughs) There's your comic book reference. Sorry it wasn't DC. (laughs) Um, Don't you think that it's like, like... Valuable to sell merch like as a comic, like I feel like it's always embarrassing. It like it sucks, but the yeah, people you make that money. do come and the people that come up and talk to you yeah. for a little bit, yeah, those are the people that like will. But I do that anyway. It. But I just don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I tell the audience, like, I'm like, I'm gonna stand at the back like a pilot at the end of a flight. That's funny. Oh, if that's you funny. Come and say hi. Oh, see, and that's so that I always and you, you, I plant. I'm like, take a photo if you guys want a picture. That's fine. And then it like makes them think like. Is this the kind of guy people take pictures with? Oh, yeah. I guess he is, because he just said uh, that. Yes, we should. <laughs> and so then they take photos, and then hopefully they tag me, and then that shares, and then that's how people that's find you. That's a great idea. Because that I always have felt more awkward I like awkward talking about. to people, too. Like, it feels weird to stand out there and people just walking by, but it's nice. It's nice to be out there. And if anybody does want to talk, they can come up and exactly. talk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the few that use it, that are like, 
like yeah. want to, yeah that's that's a, such a good point and then once you start talking to one person who saw the show more people were like oh I want to say yeah. hi also yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same with photos like once yeah. one person does it yeah. people are like okay I guess I'd like one too and yeah. start doing it at open mics yeah, yeah. just if say that wants to take a photo merch. well you it's like when the when you're on a headlining for the weekend like this is happening a bunch now where like my middle act will be selling merch and I'm not <laughs> selling it I'm just standing there like hey how's it going yeah <laughs> I would like that <laughs> if like, you I got uh, t-shirts if you did your open mic set and the whole seven minutes was talking about how you're going to be back at the back <laughs> of the room and if any comics need any advice maybe yeah yeah, yeah. I'll be doing a writing workshop <laughs> at the back yeah. hey it's great to be uh, yeah I'll be at the back of the room yeah yeah if you guys want to try out any jokes on me <laughs> I'll punch him up real quick uh, well thanks guys that's, that's it that's it I didn't even know we started that's the end I that'd be we, funny I if we didn't I thought you were going to introduce the podcast <laughs> no man that's I was waiting my, any for any moment for you to be like alright guys welcome <laughs> welcome to enough comedy video game often. talks yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah so thanks very much thanks for having us yeah thanks for coming it's okay you're a little bit late All I was right. tired Great. I'm if, sorry for bringing that up just I mean, now I don't if know you uh, would like to launch a campaign against me you can find me on Twitter at Mace Galoni. <laughs> <laughs> That's my name. All right. Thank you, Mace. Thank you, Kevy. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And that's been the Comedy Here Often podcast for this week. I've been your host, Kevy. Thank you to Ivan Decker and Mace Galoni for being my guests. Make sure to find them on social media. Make sure to follow us on social media, Comedy Here Often. Make sure to tune in next week where my guests will be Ryan Williams and Christina Bartolini. Thank you.